can be awkward watching someone else's kids, especially when they're possessed by demons. Today I'm talking about there's something wrong with the children. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about the recent Blumhouse release called There's Something Wrong with the Children, which I think is pretty good. Uh, There's a couple of tweaks I would make, but um, overall, I just kind of think the central idea is pretty solid. So without further ado, let's get started. There's a social contract that almost everyone with kids makes with people who don't have kids. And that is, if they're not your kids, you're not allowed to say an unkind word about them. That might sound like basic decorum, but you'd be surprised how many people feel it is their job to comment on somebody's kids directly to the parent, in public. So what on earth do you do when the kids might be messed up? And by messed up, I mean potentially possessed and murderous. That's the question at the heart of today's movie, There's Something Wrong with the Children. The movie centers around Margaret and Ben, who are enjoying an outing in the woods in adjoining cabins with their friends Ellie and Thomas and their two kids Lucy and Spencer. Offering to watch the kids to allow Ellie and Thomas a night to reconnect, Margaret and Ben are startled when the children are nowhere to be found in the morning. Not only that, but Ben is convinced that the kids that eventually came back are not actually the kids. There's Something Wrong with the Children is an enjoyable mixed bag. It's plenty entertaining, it has some fun flourishes, but it doesn't have a strong thematic core or pacing. The core idea is pretty solid, thanks in part to that social contract I mentioned earlier. It's beyond taboo to say anything is wrong with somebody else's kids, so Ellie and Thomas are understandably defensive when Ben insists that something is wrong. Likewise, Margaret is looking to save face so their friends don't think that they were negligent with the kids in their care. Not only that, but we also get hints that Ben has dealt with issues related to mental health, so there's an undercurrent of, are you sure, buddy, when everybody is talking to him. This is a very real thing that a lot of horror and survival movies dive into, and I think it works really well here. These people have a long enough history and unsaid things between one another that a big-time stressor, like a friend allegedly breaking down, is a perfect spot for all of those things to bubble up in ugly ways. The move, this also allows the movie to do the old creepy child says something horrible and then puts on a childlike face just as mom and dad show up, which is very effective, especially as the kids begin to accuse Ben of being violent, and Ben gets defensive and lets out information he wasn't supposed to know, and you get the idea. The concept is also aided by director Roxanne Benjamin's scatological visual style, and I mean that as a compliment. For the majority of the movie, Benjamin makes solid use of the setup and setting. The kids kind of creeping around would be creepy no matter what was going on, and at nighttime, Benjamin makes clever use of shadows to show the form of the thing that's inhabiting the kids. Blending in with some ground-level shaky cam for Ben's frantic search and beyond, and the movie keeps the audience guessing visually. The only hiccups for me comes with what are the kids are supposed to represent and pacing. There's a lot of ways this movie could tackle the kids. Margaret and Ben don't have kids and don't have plans to have kids, don't have plans to have kids, so this sounds like their nightmare coming to life. The responsible they've never wanted literally turning monstrous. However, the movie is so specifically focused on Ben's experience for so much of the movie that it becomes more of a commentary on gaslighting or our desire to believe a child, especially our child, over an adult. This indecisiveness also means that the middle section of the movie feels clunky until the film finally embraces full-blown body-swapper-styled horror for the final run. 
The end result is a movie that has plenty of appealing elements, even if the full experience could use some work. The verdict is, it's pretty creepy. With a decent premise and some visual flair, there's something wrong with the children mostly overcomes its narrative shortcomings. 6 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.